0: This is the Minivan Dad Soccer Pod.
1: Oh, it's incredible! You could not write a script like
0: this! The only podcast where the host actually admits to driving a minivan. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be sh- And now your host, TJ. TJ.
2: and here we go again with the minivan dad soccer pod a very special episode which i figured out today for some random reason this is actually the one year anniversary of the first episode i recorded onto soundcloud it was one year ago today i don't think you can find an it itunes or any of the other ones but it is on soundcloud if you really want to dig hard enough for it and there's also episode number 30 which i never thought i'd be We'd make that many. And to join me, of course, I have the usual cast of characters for this macro brew beer edition, seeing I'm drinking Budweiser tonight, with hack guy Pat with uh, his congestion.
0: Oh, ¿cómo está?
2: Donata. And back from hiatus, I was studying abroad, contract holdout. We're not really sure what he was doing. I'm sure he was investigating some sort of conspiracy. We have the soccer Breitbart conspiracy, Chris. See? Si. All right. So. Seeing we started all of this with kind of like a spin-off of U.S. fan TV, I figure the best place to start is the international break now that it's over. Um, any thought? Uh, two games, two wins. I'm not sure if impressive is the word. Expected might be the word. But it seems it sounds like they're winning. And from what I could see, they aren't exactly playing Greg's style, preferred style of soccer. So I don't know, gentlemen. Is this... How do we see this? Glass half empty, glass half full, or irrelevant? Um,
1: Glass full, uh, just not of anything appetizing. Okay. And why do you say that? Oh, come on. Two big victories, two games with goals in the first minute, two games where I guess you could say the players did well, most of them, uh, and two incredibly boring,
2: painful-to-watch matches.
1: this was terrible
2: now that now that that's something i agree with it and is that how the style has always been we've just been oblivious to it or was this worse than normal because the opposition sucked or comparatively speaking i guess i mean i think
1: yes that's part of it um but god what would we what would what would this series of games have been like if we had to play Mexico right now, you know, we yeah, looked well, or we, we, we you know, the, the players look decent against inferior opponents. I mean, I, I haven't agreed with a lot of Grant Wall's stuff over the last probably two or three years. Uh, that said, he's spot on that this tournament needed the deal with a um, uh ball to make kind of that super Copa America. Like, that would have been amazing. Even if we sucked, at least the games would have been entertaining, and it would have meant something. It would have shown us a challenge. What does it mean? What does it mean to beat Cuba? What does it end up? Thirteen? Eleven?
2: Between the two games,
1: it was eleven. Yeah. Eleven? Nothing? Like what? What is? No, eleven one, right? No, no, no. It was four. It was four one. Uh,
2: Canada. Was, right. Um,
1: <clears throat> what does it mean to to do that? You know, it doesn't. It's not showing like you know, great talent by our, our players. It's not showing, um, it's not it's not showing that we had great defense out there. It's just showing that the opponents sucked. And Canada, look, they have some quality players these days, especially in Alphonso Davies. But like, uh, you know, they 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 are they're still Canada. Like it's we're, we're not at the point where it's like. Oh, cool! We needed to get uh, we need to to get the pride back and beat Canada. Are you kidding me?
2: This is how far we've sunk. And it, it, that's I guess that's not even wrong. I mean that, I, you know. And then
1: you're right. Not it, wrong. But, that's why I said
2: it. Well, from you, it's 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 a coin flip whether you're right or wrong. This time, will I'll agree with you. Just that after the first round with Canada, the expect I guess I expected it to be a close game after they got done dirty up in toronto so to see a game be boring and i'm not and saying a- like
1: i i don't i don't mean to sound like we we should be uh so superior to canada because we've shown ourselves to not be anymore but like what do we what, what are we showing by the fact that we can't um i don't know remain a, a power over them it's not just that they've gotten better, it's that we've gotten worse.
0: Yeah, it's more that we've gotten worse. And they you know, have I, gotten better, but I,
1: I, I was I was uh I was um uh, listening to some talk about like Wales qualifying for um for the Euros and I I've had this conversation for for years like how is it a country that produces guys like Ian Rush, uh Aaron Ramsey, <laughs> a certain someone who plays for Real Madrid who used to play for a team that I, I won't name um Appar- they, they, apparently apparently isn't really fond of going back there he likes to he likes to play, <laughs> you know, likes to play uh, for Wales and he likes to play golf <laughs> Madrid, <laughs>
2: um, not so much uh, I, but, I saw a comment and, and, and I saw I, let me touch on that bro I did see a comment I can't remember I think it was Phil back put it out there it was um if I were if if I were Zidane, I'd have him training with the U 12s after that stunt, but. Except, I mean, granted,
1: you know, while, while he's been injured or supposedly injured the last couple months, they haven't necessarily needed him, but, like, he's been pretty much their star player when he's healthy. Uh, since Ronaldo left, especially, the, the guy, his record for them is kind of phenomenal. And. That they hate him so much just seems ridiculous to me. It's sort of like when I hear um, Argentinians complain about Messi playing for them. Not to say that Gareth Bale is Messi, just that. So, so Messi... we start calling Gareth. Do we start calling Gareth Bale the Welsh Messi? <laughs> I, I'm sure people do. But uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway, that's way off topic. The, the point was, I've said for years, like it's amazing some of the players that Wales has produced, and yet. They never really make it in tournaments. You know, they, they, you never see them in a World Cup. Um, they don't usually fare that well uh, if they make the, the Euros. They're not a great international team. But they've produced some amazing individual players. Um, even if Canada has an amazing player in Alfonso Davies, they should still be Canada. And we should still be better than them. We are not, and so you know all the all the advertising that in the lead up to this game was about let's get this one back. You know we need to show them, and it's like how far have we fallen that we went from like oh yeah we're kings of Conca Concacaf we uh you know we're gonna show Mexico once again, and now it's like we're playing against the minnows going oh we beat them it's not building a rivalry to me it's like destroying the value of our own program
2: well it sort of
0: feels like there's this whole other like i i you know i like we talked about i used to the national team used to be like stop whatever you're doing and watch for me and now it's i was coaching so i just watch both on a sped up dvr
2: and I'm. I hey. I'm. I'm impressed. You actually DVR'd it. I. I couldn't even. I couldn't even be asked to do that. To be honest with you. I um. I did. I yes. Thankfully, ESPN Plus. I could find it in the archive ESPN's uh, website. I could find it in the archives, and I watched watched part of it that way. The Canada game, and I watched the Cuba game off and on. But it it really. It's not a. But you're right. It's not a priority anymore, and that's. Well, but like, think about this, though, and,
0: and I think that this is sort of like it's not a priority because of U.S. soccer and because of Greg Burhalter because somebody on Twitter, and I don't remember who it was, said we should go all out for the Olympics and bring everybody, assuming we can get them released, bring everybody we can for the Olympics. And if you look on paper of what that team could be, that's an outrageously exciting young team. Like that's a team that like you're like okay we don't suck we could put this caliber of, of
2: team together. So let me let me interject here because I, I do have a question that kind of goes with that. Shouldn't this be this U23 team plus a couple of extras? Shouldn't that be what they're rolling out right now instead of yeah, yeah. Ret- that's instead what instead of what they're doing.
0: That's what I'm saying. And I know Polissa couldn't come because we don't want to like jinx anything that's going on at Chelsea right now, and he he has a little tweak, but. Like you could put that on the field, and why aren't you? Instead of these like run of the mill MLS guys, what are we doing? And, and not to steal from Taylor Twellman, but that's it's we're two years past the point where we didn't qualify for the World Cup. We wasted an entire year. I don't even know if we wasted it because Sarah and I think in the end would be better than Burhalter, But I we could put those players on the field. We could call them all in at once. We just don't do
2: it. The reason the reason why. To me, it's two years of a wasted project. Is because all the work Sarakin did, and I was very, very positive about what Sarakin did. He ran those ki- the young kids out there. Yeah, there are times they got their asses handed to them, like the game Chris saw in London. I mean, it was not pretty to watch. Right. But but you expect that out of kids that are I young and exactly. I, I would rather do that. Exactly.
0: Rather play. I've, these our are youth games- stars. Let them go. See what they can do. Play, you know. I, I know he can't control the opponents as much as he used to be able to with this stupid League, league of Nations thing or Nations League or whatever it is. But um, I, I would much rather see your Wayas and your Sargent's and your Polisics and your McKinneys and your Adams and your you know Sergino exact, Dest. I know we saw some exact, of those
2: guys. Zach Stefan. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. But, I, you but, know what? but to be fair, they couldn't before. This was before the, the Nations League. They played some quality games and they played some games on the road. And, yeah, they got killed. But they did it. And, th- and that was, I thought, more impressive than what we saw over the course of 2019. And yikes. Not, you know. And, th- and then the styles regressed. I mean, we're back to Bora ball without the heart. And, yeah, and, th- and, th- and that's not good. Bora did it because against with teams that they choice. were overmatched against. Against teams yeah. they are overmatched against. Why are we shaky playing out of the back against Cuba? It's, it's How is
0: it even possible?
2: Well, as I talked about before we went live.
0: If you yes, can't do it against Cuba, you can't do that. You cannot no, play that style.
2: It was on a postage stamp, and it was the field looked like it was less than quality. Now, but that's, at some point, but Cuba's playing on the same field. You're, so, I guess I those...
1: Cuba's just, playing on the same field, and realistically, the
2: fields we play on now are the best the fields have ever been.
1: I mean, just go watch TV of, like, any uh, uh, major European league from... Fifteen or twenty years ago, even. Oh yeah. It's amazing what <laughs> just like shitholes these things turned into with a little bit of rain. Or
0: you know, yeah, uh,
2: you
1: see it this year in Chicago. It's going to
2: be great. <laughs> it's going to be special. <laughs> I'd say that's a good point to segue, but I, I'm not no. quite there yet. So no, no we'll get to that. that. We're not ready for that one yet. So um, but no, Chris, you're you're right. The fields now are in better shape. Now this game was I mean, not in Cuba.
1: I don't know that in that the field United States, was it
2: was I w- I think I've seen high school fields in the United States better than quality of the one they did play on the other night. Sure.
1: But that said,
2: uh, that field was still better than I don't know, a number of
1: like say Premier League fields 30 years ago, you know? Like valid. For, to, valid. When valid. when our team was just kind of coalescing into um, you know what it would become as as a uh, uh, in general, World Cup mainstay. Uh, but they were playing on, on shit Until like it's this not. all the time. And well, I, I, I'm, I'm just <laughs> overlooking that part for, for sake of the argument. But, you know, this was what things were like all the time. So this idea that, I don't know, that they can't play on it anymore. I get that these guys yeah. aren't used to it because they, they've never seen fields like this maybe, you know? But it's also like, come on. Other players did it, and they worked out just fine. You can do this sure. if if that's your problem. It, it, that that stuff to me is sort of like when um, uh, when I hear like about players in, in other sports complain that you know it's too cold in winter or it's too hot in summer in places, and it's like, look, they're only there for a few hours. Uh, they at least out in in the elements for a few hours. They've got places to warm up or cool down next to them this idea that it's such a factor to me has always kind of it's a cop-out
0: yeah and, and both teams play on the same
1: in the same and conditions. And, and
0: there's that too yeah that's why i tell my son every time there's bad weather i'm like they they may not like it but you go out there and mentally deal with it and you have a chance at winning because both teams have the same conditions so it's a it just it it's such a disappointing uh, time to be a U.S. fan because it should be like when an American sports franchise rebuilds and they're playing the, the youngsters that you know are going to be part of the when they start to win soon and everybody gets kind of excited. That's where we should be right now and instead it feels like we're just playing and this. Waiting for the know, other shooter to drop. Yeah. Sh- we're, we're...
2: <sighs> yeah, and I'm looking at, I'm, and then I think we talked about it off air, but I believe, and I I suppose we could look this up as we're talking here. The next round of this tournament isn't until June. Is that correct? Yeah. So yeah, nothing like uh, (laughs) so we have it it more all the more exciting. Let it die out for nine months. Now, now that now that said, once you get done with these two games in June for whatever you know whatever it's worth, you're you're running right into the hex. So I guess it's yeah. you know get games it that ma- time. it's time the games that actually will matter again, but kind of kind of to wrap this up, I, I do have a question and we talked about this a little bit last week, Pat. Um, <clears throat> and the, my question last week was if nobody's there, does it does it really happen? Did they really win these games because there's nobody there? The announced attendance for Friday night was thirteen thousand one hundred three. Now to put that in perspective, the U.S. women. Averaged twenty nine thousand over their seven games post World Cup, thirteen thousand one hundred three for the men's national team versus twenty nine thousand, and then nineteen hundred sixty six went down to the Grand Caymans. I assume those are all FIFA, FIFA execs using um, using FIFA's budget to pay to get there so they could launder their money. So I I assume that's about all. Or
0: can we be any less transparent than what's going? Like we're 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 playing games in the Caymans now.
2: Well, oh, because we can't play in Cuba. Well, yeah, that was... I mean, with, with the way things are now, Cuba's not an option. So, I where agree, do you play but... it? I, I, I don't know.
0: You could play it in Jamaica or somewhere. You don't have to play it on a tax shelter island,
2: but... Oh, you, yeah, I suppose you could play it in Miami, and get, you'd probably get as much... You'd yeah. have at least a better Cuban fan base out of it. Maybe. No, probably not. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to say, because I think most of them there don't like Cuba, so... But you might have a better crowd, so I don't know. 1966 was the announced attendance in in the Grand Cayman. So, like I said, I assume it's nothing more than FIFA execs hiding money. So, I, may, I imagine the ghost of Chuck Blazer was there. Jack Warner was probably they let him out of his cell to be there so he could keep laundering money. So, anything else of note out of those games or? Screw um, it,
1: there was one thing.
2: Uh, I, mean,
1: I guess I'll say two. Uh, so Gino Dest did yeah. have uh, his yep. first assist as a full U.S. player. He was in that first right. goal. Yes. The other thing, um, near the end of that Canada game, the dude pulled an elastico. A defender for the U.S. pulled an elastico on someone. It, I mean, it was just cool to see. But like, to think, oh, yeah, this this guy's playing as a fullback for us. Like, I, it, That stood out to me. That was cool to see. Um, otherwise, Jordan Morris actually looks pretty good.
2: I was gonna. Uh, I was gonna touch on that. I thought he was. I was pretty impressed with the way Jordan Morris played in in that sense. Just and and frankly, didn't look bad with his left foot at times. So I mean, Pat and I. I think talked I don't know, remember if this was via text or how we were talking about this. But is it is it safe to say that he's not Jordan Morris? You know, you you don't think he's necessarily you put him in with the top the upper group of this of this national team i think he is at this point i think he's showing he continues to develop everybody now i get it all everybody else in soccer twitter and those that despise the u.s national team or what they're doing and despise mls will say whoa he'd be better in europe or whatever he's he's less than a year off of a or a little more than a year off of a blown acl i think he's coming back just fine i i feel like not worried about jordan morris like
0: he he's not one of the guys who i'm highly disappointed to see playing for us he's he's not
1: it's artists you know i get that i I, I was just gonna say the the thing is in this case Giazzi didn't look bad either now my comment was going to be in both these cases is some of it just that it was not great competition uh, sebastian legette had Showed a lot of promise. showed showed I, I would say some of the promise that we thought he had a few years ago. But is that also perhaps a bit of the fact that well, he was playing against crappy competition? Um, Jackson Jackson Ewell, um, he, he he did a pretty capable job filling in kind of that Michael Bradley role.
2: Um, is, is it is it I, safe I, to call it to Mike? Is it safe to call it Michael Bradley role, or are we saying? It'll ultimately be the Tyler Adams role. Uh, un,
1: until we know that Tyler Adams, well, until Tyler Adams is healthy and we know that um, uh, to, Triple G, play G will, will play him there, Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it's the Michael Bradley role. And, and I'm you know, like, uh, I, I talked about a couple weeks ago. When it, I think it was the last time I was on. And, and then um, kinda to, to touch on, I guess, what we talked about a few minutes ago in terms of we should be playing with like the U23s. My problem with, I've said we should move on from Bradley because he's getting too old anyway, but my other problem is, like, why do we have guys like Will Trapp around? We should be looking at younger guys, because Will Trapp isn't that young. I mean, he's not old yet, but he's he's old enough that I, I don't see a value to him long-term. Um, I, I, I guess with Will Trapp, Will is gap maybe until the World Cup,
2: or... Or just past the next World Cup. That's about it. But, but he's not. I he's I don't think he's good enough to be featured in any way, shape, or form. He's a fine MLS player. I,
1: he's not I a guess national That's team where I was going with it. He's not you a know, national
2: starter and he's not I don't even think he's a role player. He's and he's twenty six. I, I feel like there's somebody younger who is close enough to that talent level that they should be getting a run out before Will well, that's at this point. that's the thing.
0: That's that's these are the, the, the two things that I think everybody to try to boil this down into, into its essence here. The two things that I think everybody is pissed about and everybody's disappointed about is we didn't we don't know who we have because we kept sticking with these stopgap people during this break, during this time we had time. to to look at more people and to bring in more people and to to try younger people, and we didn't as much as we should have. That's one. And two, he thinks he's Pep Guardiola, but with nowhere near the the level of talent. And so he's got this idea of what we're going to be. We're going to be Man City, or we're going to be 2009 Barcelona, when the reality of what we are is a lot more... We're not pedestrian. We're not, yeah, (laughs) we're not that... And and Greg's thinking he can coach us to that or something. And it, it as a national team coach, you have them once every couple of months, at best, right? You you've got to tell them. Damn it, Duck! There's no time. No Duck. time.
1: There's never any time.
0: Duck, you son of a bitch! I thought you were my friend, Duck. Listen, Duck. That's the thing. You, you've got to. Uh, you've got to just, you know. Make it simple. Keep it simple. Bring in new players. See who you've got. Use your time wisely instead of will trapping your time. Now we're will trapped.
1: <laughs> Boom. And,
2: and I think we
0: may have just named Hashtag the episode. will trap.
2: <laughs> I think we've just named the episode. And <laughs> <coughs> which we did. I mean, I guess the Pat that kind of just brought it full circle is what we talked about before. Is just that Sarakin did what, what you said. Get these young guys out and then. Triple G goes back on it and you know and Conspiracy Chris I'm going to throw this to you and then we're going to wrap this up and move on but Conspiracy Chris those that don't like the US national team seem to think that there's something in Triple G's contract that X percentage have to be MLS players. Well uh, you're, you're you're our conspiracy we're going to there's our conspiracy things. desk. We're going to I our conspiracy
0: the desk. Leaf, there the is a leaf bagging clause in his contract but I don't think that that's in his contract.
1: <laughs> um No, there's nothing like that in his contract. Uh, I mean, look, does U.S. soccer want to promote or does some via U.S. soccer or because the definition between them is so um, indefinite, uh, so undefined, I I suppose, perhaps the right word. Um, There's who, who knows exactly who's in charge of things. So... Sure, I could see where there's pressure. This idea, though, that, oh, you've got to have this number of MLS players. No, they have full he has full reign to choose whoever the hell he wants. He's just not necessarily choosing the right people. You know, like, like I was saying about Will Trapp, that he's a stopgap. The problem is, he's a stopgap for what? For Michael Bradley? We should be moving on for Michael Bradley. He's even older. But the thing is, if you're going to keep using him, then why do you have Will Trapp there? Because in the end, look, if Bradley gets injured... Well, we should be preparing for that with a real future, not oh, who's gonna take his place today? Not to mention, I don't know, the way Triple G holds things, he's going for like wholesale changes at times. So what 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 the hell difference does it make if you have someone to slot into the quote unquote Michael Bradley role? It's change the entire lineup again. What the hell?
2: Well, if you're I mean, I guess if we're going for the Michael Bradley role, but Michael Bradley who was also injured couldn't fill that role. Um, as we get four, years. can we just keep Kyle Beckerman in there? I mean, he's done that role pretty. Uh, you know, the guy off the bench. Assuming again, it's the Tyler Adams role. Show Let at Jermaine that point that. do it. What's that?
0: Let Jermaine do
2: it. It would now. Now with Jermaine. Tell and, him that
0: Baywatch guy is rooting for the other team. So <laughs> no, I was.
2: I was just going to ask: Would Jermaine at this point have slide tackled Triple G on the sideline? I mean, just from the bench, got <laughs> and slide tackled him. Um, I I feel <laughs> right with it at,
1: at least in some of the games recently. <laughs>
2: okay, if we're so,
0: going to get all, if we're going to get all man in the high castle here, what, what would have happened if we never would have fired Jurgen? Would we be better off today? And I was all for firing Jurgen after those two losses, but
1: to to me that's such a hard argument to make, not just because of all the the things that happened subsequently, but because. How could you be in that position and not fire your coach? I don't want to go like uh, Arsenal here, but like it, there are certain positions where you simply have to like remove your to coach the game. It was, because there are only so many options you can change. You can't wipe the slate clean with the players. You gotta, you gotta fire the coach. You have to change things. It was also clear they had quit; they and, were and not that, and, for
2: him anymore. And that was exactly where I was going to go, Chris. Is and that I don't think it wasn't that it wasn't Green that they was lost. A, it wasn't that they lost, they looked gutless in losing, but yet I digress. So, so uh, I don't know. So if you're gonna, all very disappointing. If, if you could erase that Costa
1: Rica game, maybe, but the way they played in that game, they, it was so clear. They weren't, they either, they were playing to get him fired or they just didn't give a shit either way. And they were just not taking part. And he was going to be he, like, he, he was going to be a victim of that fallout regardless. Um,
2: now, the one thing I would say about Jurgen, and yeah, we're we're going down a rabbit hole I didn't really anteci- anticipate, but it's fine. Is Jurgen wouldn't have? You're talking about wiping the slate clean. I wouldn't have been surprised had they held Jurgen that he would have said, "All right, screw all of you that that don't like me, <laughs> you're gone," and gone and gotten all the U18, U19, yep. U17s, and said, "Here you go." He, if somebody had the balls to do it, it would have been Jurgen. Except
1: he would have like brought the older guys into camp.
2: <laughs> and let
1: them train and then not put them on the plane to the game.
2: Now, would it have been peak Jurgen at this point at that point after that Costa Rica game to bring Donovan in for the next camp? <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't have surprised me any, so and now that we've beaten the US national team to a dead horse or or whatever the phrase is at this point, now I'm too tired to worry about it. So, our my to my Arsenal apologist friends, some news this week, not involving Again, Arsenal and we're a coach not change. Psychologists for Arsenal, shills? No, I, I
0: huh? we're very self-loathing. Like it, it's it's not. It's it's more of a. We're disgusted with ourselves, like we're the
2: we're the fat guy who well, can't you guys... stop shoving food in our mouth, but we we know <laughs> it's going to hurt us, but we can't stop. Well, you're Arsenal fans. You should feel shame. I mean, let, let's call it for what it is, but. Some news involving a coaching change that didn't involve Arsenal.
0: Um, oh my God, am I excited about this? <laughs> I,
2: I
1: like. I don't know if I can say I'm excited. I'm. I, I I think it's funny. It also scares the hell out of me. No, there's a 35 percent
0: chance they're going to win a trophy. So there's 65 percent chance he's going to finish 17th.
2: <laughs> and, for the, and, for those who are, and for those who are just listening for the banter between the three of us, I have no clue what the hell we're talking about at this point. Pochettino getting fired from Spurs and then one Jose Mourinho returning to, to the sidelines to turn Spurs into a complete dumpster fire at you some know,
0: point. As much as I hate Spurs, which is more than any team on earth, um,
2: Pochettino
0: was a really good manager. And he He made
2: them, he made them relevant. Let's face it. He made them, he made them.
0: Yeah, he did on a, on a shit budget, which Jose never does anything on a shit budget. He, he made them relevant. He got them to their new stadium. He got them in the champions league final. Like it's six months ago. They made, you know what? Maybe it was time to make a change. Maybe, but it, to, to go from, from Pochettino to Jose is, is
1: it's an, (sighs) Odd change because it's such yeah. a dramatic shift in style. I mean, it's effectively complete opposite.
2: Yeah. Yep. And you, you're you're going to be neutering one Harry Kane. Yeah.
1: Which you Probably. could argue he already is. You could argue <laughs> he already is, but um, you, you've got you've got that problem. Um, I'm not. I mean, may, maybe this is just my interpretation based on my feelings about their players. I don't think their players seem to be strong enough. Or to handle the kind of pressure the yeah. puts on individuals,
0: who is going to be the first target that he's going to shit all over publicly and is eventually going to crack and be shipped out? Yeah. Delia Lee sounds, seems really likely to me, but Delia Lee or
1: Son,
2: I would Song say. Son was the one I was going to go with. And I'm, not that I'm nearly in, into the the Premier League like you guys are, but. Son and was the one that first came the to the mind.
1: That, that
0: goes and becomes a top 10 in the world player somewhere else.
2: <laughs> yes. It, yes.
0: Like DeVoyna or Mo Salah or whoever else he's. Yeah.
2: He'll show up at PSG. He'll show up at Bayern. Fire. He'll show up somewhere and just set the world on fire. Yeah. And, and turn it and take the next step. I mean, he's like, already pretty damn I, good to begin with. I, I, I kind of feel 10.
1: like those players thrive on um a little bit of worship not to say that every player doesn't do that but like they in particular can't seem to handle when um all the headlines aren't sort of like look how great they are oh they did this and like it's like they never have to do anything and they get credit for it anyway what well, happens when they have a coach who like yeah just openly tears tells them that- apart and and that's his way of motivating them. I don't see those guys handling
2: it very well. But you know, as as I put, I put on Twitter off the at, at the minivan dad soccer at the minivan dad pod feed is this is the Twitter content I'm here for not not necessarily <laughs> for the Jose comments, which are, are going to be entertaining in enough in and of themselves. When he does start lighting the fire, lighting people on fire, I figuratively and. Potentially, literally, if he loses his temper enough, I think it's possible. But the the commentary from especially U.S.-based Spurs fans that have watched Jose over the years, you know, just torch everywhere he goes. Chelsea did it. I guess probably the only place he didn't torch on his way out was Inter because he, he left there for, for Real Madrid. But I mean, he... He torches everything. Yes, he wins trophies. Sort of. Well, he sort of did with Man United. Eh, I guess now what? He's, he won the you, He won you the might FA say Cup. He's
1: Donald Trump,
2: but with that He won the Europa behind with them too, so I, I guess the, the... FA Cup and the FA Cup? Did you get them both? Yeah. Although, which to be fair, they haven't had any success since, so I guess there was They're that with Man United. worse
1: off having had them there. But, no, um, it's 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 an odd situation. I mean, he certainly now you would you would think he will improve them if they from, don't run into the problem now. of it's a complete it's a complete shift in in style and can those players can those players sh- completely shift their style it, within the same season to save this this season? I mean, you're probably looking at a couple months at least before they're truly on board with with his style. Uh, What's happened in that period? Secondly, there's um, everywhere he's ever been, because he does everywhere um, um, Mourinho's ever been, because he does demand specific things of specific players, he always has large changeover. Spurs aren't that kind of team. No, I mean and the, 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 they've never, they and they don't. I wonder what they guaranteed him as far as budget
0: goes. This is a I, team that I
1: wondered that too. Like,
0: Levy wants to make every damn deal and win every deal, and that's why they don't ever sign anybody. Like yeah. it, it's like when they saw, how is
1: it going to fly with him? I, I I didn't know this until recently. Um, when they bought Modric from uh, Dinamo Zagreb, I think it was Zagreb's president wanted five modric jerseys when they paid the 20 million pounds or whatever it was they subtracted the five jerseys from it oh my god is he
2: really that petty he
1: is that yeah. he, he yeah. is that petty and penny pinching does, about does everything it, now now, I, like, now i'm the nickels and dimes the, in every deal and it's it's why like sure when they sell somebody like gareth bale they or modric they get tons of money for it but part of the reason they don't make more deals more often is because yeah he expects that he wins the entire deal. He wins the sale. He wins the, uh, the, the, purchase.
2: So considering Arsenal and their limited budget over the last few years, does that make you feel better as an Arsenal fan or worse? That Spurs have had better results on that same craptastic budget.
0: Arsenal have spent a shitload of money. They just haven't done it. Well, recently
2: uh, it's, it's not
1: been done well. That, that's for sure. Um, you know, Wenger was um, Wenger was a terrible. Uh, I, I, I I I will rephrase what I was going to say. Wenger, I still believe is actually a great judge of talent. I even believe in his in his valuations of players. The problem is, once like oil money and yeah, Russian gotcha. mob money came into the league, he didn't he didn't accept that the market had inflated. So. I do believe that if he said this is a 20 million pound player, that was a 20 million pound player. The problem was it doesn't matter if that's a 20 million pound player, if city's willing to spend 60 on him just because they can. And that's where he was like, well, uh, uh," and so he would dick around. And then we got Mustafi for more than if we bought him three months earlier, or we had to spend more for him and we could have had other players cheaper if he just pulled the trigger and done the deal two or three months earlier but he wouldn't because that wasn't the way he did things. He always thought that things would fall together, and at the end, oh, somebody would fall into our, our laps. The problem is no player wants to be the guy who just fell into your lap. No, it, it's yeah, kind it of... Yeah, it was pretty
0: much Mesut Ozil was the one time in, in the last five. Kind of. Five I mean, you, you, you could say Alexis career. was that way. Yeah, but he got Alexis right after that World Cup. It wasn't it wasn't like a early September deal like the Ozil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, like the yeah, yeah, it wasn't.
1: It certainly wasn't. Yeah, it certainly wasn't a. Uh, oh no, deal's been made. Oh, there is a deal.
0: Yeah, they, like it, it. It usually didn't work out for him. Where, but with with Spurs, it's going to be a train wreck, and it's going to be a train wreck right away, because it the January be. window is is almost here, and Jose is going to demand a whole lot of things, and if Levy's going to try to win every deal, they're going to get a whole lot of nothing.
2: No, it's going to no. be
0: great. It's gonna be uh, it's
2: it's gonna be outstanding. It, it is absolutely going to be outstanding to watch. And like I said, the I'm waiting for people like um, DJ Switzer from Wrong Side, Brian Sandlow, and just anybody else that are Spurs fans just to see their reactions on a week in and week out basis. It's
0: I'll tell you this, TJ. This is the thing that I'm most excited about. I texted Chris this. This is, this is the thing that could make all of this crap that we've gone through recently with Arsenal worth it. If Pochettino pulls a Saul Campbell and comes <laughs> over and manages Arsenal, and we go on to win things with their manager, while they would be implode under everybody's least favorite manager, which that it, would which, be the type of kick in the teeth <laughs> that I'd be here for. Like That would be so amazing.
2: Which, which uh, I almost led off with that as, as we transitioned to that question was, if you had heard of a coaching change over the course of this international break, wouldn't you have expected it to be Arsenal even ahead? Arsenal or maybe yeah. Man United ahead of Spurs?
0: Yeah, I, I think Man United is long overdue, and uh, but Ole's still at the wheel. And you, you keep we keep hearing mixed things about Arsenal, but it, it, this clearly was a we're firing you to bring in Jose move. And like we always talk about, you don't want to fire your manager until you have an idea of who's going to be the next manager. Which they they had that sorted. Give them credit for that. Sure. Even though
2: I think it was a bad move, but um, it might be a bad move, but it's going to be comically entertaining. Oh, but it's you, going to be great. Yeah. But it, the now Spurs are in 14th. Did you have yeah. to? Did you have to make that move? I
1: understand they wanted to. Well, this was all. This is absolutely is all about getting back to Champions League. Yeah. Because realistically, that's what it is for us too. Well, like it's, it, no, no, absolutely. And, and but in their case, I think in particular because uh, Daniel Levy's not going to want to have spent that money if, like, if they're out of Champions League, we may see them suddenly fall like relegation quality because all their players will be sold, and they'll still have that stadium the Yeah. Play for
2: um, yeah, but they have, they have the NFL helping
1: them that. I mean, I'm don't, don't with that. get me wrong. It couldn't happen to a better group of guys. But, um, <clears throat> but it's I shouldn't such just an, say guys, it's a better group of people, because men and women, I, they can all go down. All the, the, the teams, the fans, the uh, people from the club, whatever, uh, the players. Uh, I'm curious what this means for Erickson. Will it be like, say, Ozel with Mourinho or will it be more like De Bruyne with with uh, with Mourinho Um, you know he hasn't been playing Um, there's still the fallout on he clearly wanted to leave over the summer presumably he didn't because Levy couldn't get the deal done because he wanted to screw over Real Madrid too much Um, then and I only just heard this uh, yesterday or something Vertonghen apparently may have been having an affair with Erickson's wife. That's like the big rumor or was the rumor. Like oh, the old, old. Winalda. Yeah, he <laughs> pulled a Winalda, yeah. The old Harks. Um, I should, we shouldn't call it a Winalda. We should
2: call it a Harks. Yeah.
0: yeah, we need to really put the, the name where it is. not fair to Winalda at no, all.
2: It's no, it's not. Um, no Harks. You know, and it's funny is I used to bag Winalda because his of his hatred for U.S. soccer in general. But, you know, I started following him on Twitter and I, I got to tell you, the more I see him, t- I, I appreciate Eric Wynaldo more and more, and I still – do I think he should be the next manager of the Chicago Fire, just to digress for a second? No. I, I still don't think he'd be a good fit here. I do like him in Las Vegas, especially when they get their MLS team. I think he is the perfect man for Las Vegas. It, it just seems to fit him in his personality. So anyway, back to back to the Champions League and or the Spurs and the the – cheating on, on Wise and so on By the and way,
0: so TJ, forth. I am going to do uh, what we would call in TV news as a tease here uh, mm-hmm. later on when we talk about the fire because I assume we are. Yes, uh, we are. I have a new name that I'd like to see as manager of the fire. A but, newly available name that I think will
2: bring...
1: Pochettino. Pochettino? No.
2: <laughs> no. Do we need to keep bagging on Spurs or have we beaten that one up pretty well too? A
0: name that will bring... People from all around the world to Soldier Field to see the shit show of him managing.
1: <laughs> Ted Lasso.
2: Does it, does it involve... Before, Hold on, let, let's wrap up Spurs, but I, I, I want to say I'm guessing this involves a recliner. And we'll get to that one in a second. Um,
0: you might be on the right track.
2: <laughs> I, I figured as much. So, Jose to Spurs. You'll find out after this. You will find out after this. Um, Spurs Back are a 14. Spurs are in 14th. Do they make the top five and make it to a, Europe, a European spot next year, either Champions League or to Europa?
1: Um.
0: No.
2: And I, I I
0: think Jose will get them closer than where they are. And and if you look at the actual point total, they're not that far off. But the, t- the two top teams are gone. Leicester's playing out of their mind right now. And... Frank's kids are playing great at Chelsea. Like it's gonna, and, and Arsenal still ahead of them, and United's still ahead of them, right? Like it, so is,
2: which one? Sheffield or Manchester? They both are, <laughs> like, <laughs> and Newcastle. Come to think of it,
0: and so I say all three that, Uniteds,
2: are three of the four Atlanta, United. Atlanta,
0: Atlanta also ahead of them. Um, I I say that but, they but will West not Ham, make
2: the but top West Ham, five.
0: That's... They will not make the top five. No, but not because it's because of who's all of the teams that are ahead of them. It would be tough to pass them all, but. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Jose goes on a run. I don't know.
2: The, does any? I mean, <laughs> let's kind of sum up the the cha- the Premier League at this point, just because you know everybody else talks about. It, so we might as well too. Does anybody catch Liverpool? They're eight points up at this no, point. I no, no, it's it's finally, no, it's done. I mean, they were up, but they were up seven at the what at Christmas <laughs> at New Year's last year. They're up seven. I guess the difference is City looked like they had some life in them. I don't feel like City has that at least towards the, the
1: Yeah, there's two things. One, City. City's City.
2: clearly not as good. Two, Liverpool won Champions
1: League. They want the league. It, yep.
2: and, and I think we talked about it when, back when the season started. We both I think all three of us said that would be the change would be Liverpool is going to win the league, but City would be the team to almost the team to be yeah. in the Champions Last League.
0: Yeah. Last year they Exactly. They, they would have rathered when they both would have traded places last year with what they won. I, I guarantee you that Liverpool not having won the Premier League is weighing on them, I'm sure. And for City, it's it's Champions League or bust. So, yeah, they they both would have preferred to change places last year. And I think that they have a decent chance at doing so this year.
2: And that, part and, OK, no, 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 you're you're, you're fine. Um, I guess. And then my last question before we we finish up on the Premier League is. Pochettino, where does he where does he land? Where does he go
0: Bayern, next? Bayern Munich? Bayern Munich is the most logical, but they're hanging on to their guy till at least the end of the year. Um I think that's the the most likely. Arsenal is an outside contender. I think if Arsenal does make a move, it'll be either Freddie or Arteta that comes in. Um but, but yeah, I would I would say the odds are Bayern. Yeah, the word now
1: is that um, Emery has a month. Yeah. They're
2: giving him the the games to the end of the year, basically. Uh, Is that fair? Is that fair? Or is that, or does that seem really overly generous in your part, in your opinion? It
1: seems foolish to me.
2: It's not, I don't even call it generosity.
1: It just seems like um, foolishness because one, it's mostly crappy teams. There, there is city in there. Um, but most of the rest of the games aren't fantastic. Um, if you lose those, the season's already out of hand. If you win them, does it mean anything? Does does it prove a point that you've beaten Southampton? Well, unless you do it nine nothing, no. <laughs> does it does it you know if if you lose to City, even if you get a draw to City, does it really mean anything? Does it prove that the team is better than they were? Does it prove that Emery's done his job? I don't think so.
0: I, I think there's there's no way he should stay unless we're Somehow in fourth place at that, you know, in the next month, and uh, we're not if quite, that
1: happens, yeah, I don't see where they could get rid of him. But,
0: I, I would hope that the only reason he has not been fired yet is because they have somebody in mind who they don't have a, they don't have a deal done with yet. They don't have a, you know, a handshake deal at least done with yet. So, um,
2: so, and on that note, we're gonna cross over to the other side of the pond in this transition of coaching deals that were done this week. One, Terry Henry to Montreal. Allez, allez, allez. I uh I think
0: you know TJ how Chris and I feel about him as a person and as a player. J'adore, Thierry Henry. I think it you know I, I I don't love him. I can't say that I love him, but it's, I will. It's close.
1: He um, is amongst the the players that if I ever meet I will have them uh, sign my you know, arm, chest, something, and I am getting it tattooed.
0: That's ridiculous. Um, I don't care. But The angry inch. <laughs> in the, you know, in the list of celebrities I have not met but would love to meet list, he's, ordain's dead, so Thierry Henry, Thierry Henry might be number one on the list. Um, but I don't think that's going to end well in
2: Montreal. Well, it, it, it you know it didn't go well in Monaco and it really no. wasn't close. And is that, but then again, I've watched Monaco since and they don't seem to be doing much better. So is that Henri's fault? Or is that the fact that Monaco is just falling closer and closer to going back down to, to being relegated again? As, I don't
1: know. I, I certainly before think they hit some magic.
2: They had, they kind of had some
1: good players there um, and they, they struck some magic. Um, and you know, there's lots of times when you get the ball rolling positively, other positive things happen. So I think perhaps they were just playing, you know, over their heads a little bit. They've come back to the mean some. They lost a, a few. Well, one star player in particular. Um, and so you know, you've just kind was, of seen them.
2: Who was the other one? Hey, Kylian Mbappe, obviously, is the one you're you're referencing. Yes. Wasn't there wasn't there another one in there that was supposed to be and I can't and I just don't recall who it was that was equally not not quite equally but pretty important for that side that did win the French League and and then I guess my next question is actually if you don't know the answer that's fine we'll move on to the next question is I, seeing IX now is IX in that same type of window as Monaco that they just struck gold with a few of their prospects or is IX because they've been over the, you know, traditionally so good at developing youth talent that this might be something we see a little bit of sustainment out of?
1: I I think it's more like the Monaco thing. I mean, you know, IACS in particular has always had a good youth system. That, that's nothing new. Um, for so long, they were the only ones kind of with, with a real youth system. Um, so I, 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 don't, I don't think that... Um, well, uh, whatever. I, I guess my, my point would just be that uh, I do think, yeah, they had some incredible players on a team that was pretty good. And maybe, you know, because of the way those just because of the way those teams meshed together, those star players made that team even better at the time. Um, okay. I mean, when, when you think about it, Mbappe wasn't as good with Monaco as he is now, but that team sure was good.
2: Yeah, it really was. Um, but let's 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 kind of bring it back over to the side of the pond and Thierry Henry, So you you guys aren't optimistic on his chances with in Montreal. Is that because Montreal is just not that good? Is it Henry's coaching ability? Or yeah, is it a I little bit of A or B.
0: TJ, the <laughs> guy you were thinking of is Thomas Lamar. Uh, of oh Montreal. god, yeah. Um, second of all, uh, I feel like Henry is a bit like. When Michael Jordan was running the Wizards, and he just got so frustrated with everybody that he just went and played himself. Um, it I don't know that Henri has the patience for. I don't think Henri had the patience for Monaco. I don't really think that Henri has the patience for an MLS team. But I hope I'm wrong. I hope he's like I now I that's going to be my big rooting interest outside the fire. I hope he's incredible. So um, I I always got the sense that um, when he was in New York, remember the Jimmy Conrad interview? Wasn't it Jimmy Conrad that went up and like asked him, you know, you're, you're better than all your teammates. He's like, I did not say that. He's (laughs) like, well, you're no, you're, you're quality. I do not say that he got like all offended, like offended by it. But I always thought that was the case. He just like kind of looked down on everybody and, I don't think you can manage, see Jose Mourinho. I don't think you can manage by looking down at everybody. Like I, I don't think that that works all
1: that well. So, I don't know. That said, there were a number of players on that Red Bulls team who said that he was great about like giving pointers and explaining. Really? And this is how you. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember who said it anymore, but I, I do remember hearing it um, in 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 some articles back then. Of, Maybe yeah, I did nothing. Maybe I'm would completely you, would you? I hope
2: I am. Would, would, you, be, would you guys be surprised? Would either of you be surprised? Oh, I mean, I'm I, sure he's I,
1: a dick. Be surprised what?
2: I was going to say, would either of you be surprised, <laughs> speaking of dicks, we'll, we'll, we'll keep going to that in that one, if he kind of went Bill Belichick in the sense of Bill in Belichick that. in Cleveland was crap, but he figured it out and got to the Patriots, could we see the same type of thing with Henri? He was crap at Monaco, but kind of learned his lesson there and learned how to... Manipulate the system or whatever sort of
1: speak. Maybe, maybe. God damn it, Duck! I need you in Juarez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I'm I'm sure Henri was a, is, is a dick like to, to play with and, and probably to play for that. Yes, he recognizes oh, no. he's better and you know like. That wow. said, I, I, what what did Steve Kerr say uh, to uh, to men and Blazers about um, about working with Michael Jordan? that because he was so intense and it did make them better, Michael he Stewart realized...
0: Punched Steve Kerr one time in practice.
1: <laughs> but but he says something like he realized that that was the key to to being prepared when um, when, when kind of the, the big games were on the line, was that yeah. they'd already played it this kind of intensity just to have practice. Uh, I do think that there was something to that with, you know, like Henry and Vieira and... I I just keep naming names, but like, like that invincible team at, at Arsenal, they weren't just good, but they were also demanding and, and arrogant or had a chip on their shoulder or whatever.
2: So, and I'm going to, and I'm going to use this as a transition. Sorry, Pat. I am going to cut you off here because I want to keep keep this moving. I know, I know you're limited, Pat, because you're, you have a cold. So when you talk, you want to get your, all your points in, but screw you, um, you talked about chip on your shoulders. We're gonna to go to the city with big shoulders and we're gonna to go to the city of Chicago at this point. And speaking of things that S- suck <laughs> and speaking of things that suck, the Chicago Fire filed what is it, a trademark on a new badge. For those that are listening, go Google it, go don't. look on Just Twitter. Don't. Or actually don't. <laughs> Just know it's, it puts the it puts the bad in badge. Um, (laughs) that might be the best answer. And this is the same badge that was leaked a couple of weeks ago, the full color version, but now it's filed with, was it patent office or a trademark office? I forget which, I guess it's irrelevant because it sucks either way. Is there so far the city, the team is doing almost a half-assed rebrand as they move to soldier field. Is this going to win anybody over? Uh No,
0: it's like they, they took the, um, the uh, AC Milan sort of oval, and uh, they put in, like, some clan hats, and...
2: It looks so like a cartoon leaf. I don't leaf. even know what to say. It's... it's. Is it... So, is it cartoon clan hats, or is it uh, baseball hitting three up and three down?
0: You know, like, these logos can grow on me sometimes, and I... I, like I don't... herpes? Exactly. <laughs> uh, where you just can't kind of shake it, but this is in no way, like, they had a really exciting opportunity to get this right. And I, I don't care. And instead they went with the really
1: exciting, even more exciting yeah, I'm not getting it right.
0: I, like I told you this, TJ, in the survey that I filled out for the fire when they were, they were saying, hey, what should we do about this? I said, don't change the name of the team. Add FC to the end if you feel that that will help you differentiate yourself from the Dick Wolf show. Not SC. Because SC doesn't roll off the tongue like FC does when it comes to soccer. I don't know what it is. I know they're Chicago Fire Soccer Club, but I like FC better. Um, I know that the purists are mad about that. But like, I feel like if, if, that's, if you're worried about SEO, maybe that can help without...
1: Well, it would also look cooler to be CFFC. Oh, that's kind of cool. Uh, if you're worried about
0: the Dick Wolf SEO issue, maybe that could fix it. And I said the other thing I said was modernize the badge. Well, this is like this, they, went this po- is so, they went to they went to postmodern. It, so, it, looks
1: the post-modern. Like the car- it looks like a it looks like the mouth of a cartoon leech. Like those are teeth in the mouth. It's terrible. I actually, I'm just gonna say it. It's not only worse than Marky Mark and the Funky Crew, it's worse than that Leeds United logo from last
2: year. <laughs> was that the Leeds United one that never saw the light of day?
1: Yeah, the the one where it's like the guy saluting with the fist across his chest. It's was worse. The- was it's
2: it Leeds? Who's the yeah. one that did it? Where the where it was bad enough that they never it never saw the light. It, like it, I think that was Leeds. as far as I,
1: I can't think of anyone else besides Leeds. Hopefully it that was happens here. Now it's I'm gonna... it's worse than Partick Thistle's unibrow idiotic sun mascot. Like maybe that's <laughs> that's the other part of what the show should be is. What is this? What is this logo worse than it's, you know what? It's like things, things that thing fire,
2: uh, It's fired, like uh, made a word.
0: mistake in a bachelor party just across the border. You got a body rolled up in some carpet and you just need a Hertz rental car to get down there and take who that body call? away. Well, I know who you call. It, it's just a matter of if, if, you know, word is bonded and, and this, this contract is blood duck, but, uh, <laughs> duck, we got a situation. Duck,
1: we're in Mexico. There's no time, Duck. We can't explain. Duck, I don't give a shit about your customer service guarantee. This is more than that. This goes deeper than that, Duck. All right. All right. All right. So we need a crate of guns and $10,000
2: cash unmarked bills. So if we need, duck, so if, we, we, if that's what duck, we need, get you know, another passport, Duck. <laughs> if that's what we need, we're going to go to one Alexi Lawless. Because I. this what I thought was an interesting point from Alexi Lawless, which it's rare to say it. But we do have to say it here, in in reference to this. Well, we'll just say this really, really shitty badge. If it's the new Fire logo, then need explanation because I'm not sure what it is. I know, having been through an LA Galaxy logo rebrand, you'll never please everyone. No. But eventually, is, most, so but eventually, don't please most, anyone. But eventually, most will ex- most accept it. Also, it helps pairing rebrand with a big moment, such as a move downtown, Beckham, etc. This came from his Ask Alexi. He must have been on a flight somewhere. Now, okay, the big move, got it. But you want to solve, if you want that type of impact where people are going to forget about the badge, you're going to have to do something the Fire haven't done in several years. You actually have to win. I think Juventus' new badge sucks Wookiee, too. But they win, so nobody cares. The Fire haven't been doing that lately. Even with Juve, I'm
0: like, oh, that's okay. But yeah, you're I right. It, I right.
2: think it sucks. It look, it looks like a slot racing track that they just ran out of track for. So, um, I I I think it sucks, and I'm not a big fan of Juve because well, they hired a rapist, so there's that. Um, just to, but this logo sucks. But if they win MLS Cup this year, will a lot of it be forgotten? Um, not that part. No, Would I'll
0: it, be really I'll be really happy, but I'll still hate the logo.
2: But on teams that win, do you care about the logo?
0: If it's ugly enough that I don't want to buy merchandise, then a little bit. Like, this is... I, I I had planned, as hat guy, I had a plan to get a Chicago Fire hat with the new logo on it. And I don't want that.
1: No, I'm not
2: gonna. But it will make eBay popular in the fact that everybody who does remain a fan are going to go out on eBay to buy all the old stuff. Um, so, and then Guillermo Rivera did... He posted tonight on Twitter that... Apparently the color badge that was leaked a couple weeks ago will be on the on the primary jerseys, which are going to All-Navy. And then they'll have a Navy version of that same badge. Probably it looks pretty much like what was filed today that'll go on a white jersey. Is that anything redeeming, or is it just...
0: this? Just uh, I'll, I'll reserve complete judgment until I see it, but it doesn't seem like something I'm excited about. Especially when I heard it was going to contain the Chicago Water Tower, which is a great... As one of the few things that survived the Chicago fire. um, Maybe the Chicago fire have finally killed the water tower because it doesn't seem to be a part of the logo unless that's what they're saying the six-point thing is that isn't... Like, if they had just put... If you took a star off the Chicago flag and put a damn circle around it that said Chicago fire, I think a lot of people would be okay with that. Like, I don't know what this is. I don't know how this...
2: Well, but but the question becomes, Pat, does the explanation? Would any explanation fe- make you feel any better? I mean, you see these when these new uniform drops that this oh, yeah, means this, come, and this yeah. means this, and this means this, like the like, royal uh, the blue stupid, on the Brewers uh, new logo, it,
1: Austin one. Yeah, well,
2: yeah. there's that. It's just it's one of those. It's kind of like if you need that much of an explanation, haven't you already lost the point?
0: Yeah, the Brewers logo is a throwback to the best logo and. In- All of sports, though. So I. But they
2: put that. But they put that royal blue line in there as to reconcile with the the eighties uniform. My point being is, when you have to explain something to that level of detail, haven't you already lost the
0: plot? Yeah, yeah, it's it's I, I, yeah, it's like a you know a podcast about leaf raking or something. It just makes no sense to me.
2: No, it doesn't. We we spoke about that earlier, and I really. That's that's a troubling time. I really don't feel like getting into tonight. So um, let's kind of wrap this one up because we're at sixty-five minutes. Alex, I Alex, Alex did give us topic idea tonight. It was like has,
0: uh, has he sent anybody to Chelsea? Have we checked? Has he sent anybody to Chelsea? I
2: don't Is, know. That that'd be an interesting question. Could he send that new fire badge to Chelsea?
0: Oh, oh that's great, Alex. Can you go take a picture of the new fire badge? Chelsea can have it then, and then we can get something new.
2: So, but Alex, Alex asked us for the best what is the best young player best player for the u.s national men and women's team alex i love the idea we will address that i think it's almost something that we're going to do near as we get closer to the end of the year i think right now there's enough there was enough other things going on this week that we didn't
0: you you've got a plan for this show beyond
1: (laughs) this very minute he didn't get to 30 episodes in the year by
2: just having no plan so you just shut my no, mouth no i absolutely got to 30 episodes <laughs> by having no plan this that's the that's the beauty of it but i you would i i do feel like that's an end of the year episode that we could we could do and possibly be entertaining with in that sense and some of the more interesting points of the year so um let's wrap this one up we'll we'll Pat, seeing you're fighting plague and something like that, or you have a cold or whatever, any good final thoughts for us?
0: When a man gives you his word over a rental car counter, that word is Bob. But what if it's O.J. Simpson and it's hurts? By the way, can I just say, one of my favorite things on Twitter these days, I sent this to Chris, is O.J. is putting up these videos oh God. about, uh, you know, like, I'm really disappointed in Colin Kaepernick. And somebody, if you look at the comments, <laughs> inevitably underneath, it's like, you know what else is disappointing, O.J.? When you cut those people's heads off. It's every everything he says, somebody immediately, like everybody's jumping all over him about murdering two people. So I I do wonder if he reads the comments. It's O.J. Even if- It's like the Canadian news anchor that, that said Mike Tyson was on the show, on a show in Canada promoting his, his play or whatever, and the guy's like, oh, you're a convicted rapist. It's uh, Mike didn't take well to that, so.
2: But he didn't knock him out, so, I mean...
0: He did, that's true.
2: So there's But yeah, that...
0: you know what? It's, it's all about keeping your word when you're running
1: a Ford Fiesta from somebody.
2: Alright, and on that note, Conspiracy Chris, what do you got?
1: <clears throat> while we've been sitting here, I came up with the following.
2: Late last
1: night, while we were all in bed, Joe Mansueto put a bullet in the head of the old fire logo, and then he fucking said, it's a shit show in the old town tonight. <laughs>
2: I can't top that, so on that note, you're done. Thanks for listening, everybody.